guys, what's up? Today we're going to be going over the data sheets for Warhammer 40k. And since I said that I would do that last time. So, the data sheets. There are many different aspects of the data sheet in Warhammer 40k. There's many different aspects on... I just said that again. But, there are many different... Okay, I'm saying that again. There's, like, the unit name. There's all the stats. I know when you look at a data sheet if you have one in front of you, it might seem that there's an overwhelming amount of stats. And there kind of is. When I first got into Warhammer, it was very hard for me to figure out what each stat meant. It took me a couple years, and I dropped it a bit, but then I came back to it, and I was able to read the rulebook and understand. So it takes a little bit of learning and a process. But there's a lot of things that you have to learn, especially about, because there's multiple things, on the data sheet, there's many things on the data sheet that have stats inside those things. But you have the unit name. What is the unit called? What is the person called? What is unit person model called? I just burped. Excuse me. And then you have your battlefield role, which is only important when you're making a battleforged army, which is usually what most people do because it gives you some command points. But in a battle... Actually, we're not talking about battleforged army. In the battlefield role, they could have, like, HQ slots, which are, like, headquarters slots. They have troop choices slots. They're dedicated transports. They're heavy support, fast attack, um, flyers. There's many different things. And there's even, like, fortifications and elites. But there's many different types of things. Then there's power rating. And I talked about this a bit last episode. Power rating is basically a more basic points cost. I usually will use points cost because I like it more even though it does take more math. And then there's the profiles. These contain the stats. And there's certain numbers that tell you certain things that you can cross-reference with other people's things. And they have a nice description of each one on the sheet. First, they have your move characteristic. How many inches can you move? How far can you move each turn? How much your base movement? And their, and their little symbol for it is an arrow curving, which I think is a nice symbol. Then they have weapons skill, which is a hand-to-hand combat fighting skill. How good are you at swinging a sword, stabbing someone? And if it has a, like, a underscore, it means it is unable to fight in melee at all. Same for move and most other things. And this, and I really like the symbol. It's a sword being swung, and I think that really helps explain it. And then there's ballistic skill. I know this is already getting complicated. That there's two different things for fighting in melee and fighting in ballistic. And well, in in the sh- in when shooting at people, that can get a bit complicated. And definitely, I can see how people have a hard time learning this. And it's how good, how accurate they are at shooting. How can they snipe someone's face off? Most people can't. Um, and their symbol is a little is a crosshair with like an explosion coming off the side of it. Then you have your strength. This indicates how physically strong it is. Mostly, it's mostly gonna um come into play in hand to hand combat. How likely it is to inflict damage in hand to hand combat? Then they have toughness. How resilient are you to physical harm? Oh, by the way, strength's um, symbol is a fist. Toughness's symbol is a skull. And then wounds. Wounds basically show much... It's basically HP. If you know what HP is. Health points. How much health it has. 
and the symbols are three drops of blood. And then attacks is how many times you get to attack in a singer in a, in a single melee combat round. And then they have leadership, which how courageous or self determined you or well determined your that model is. And then you have your save, which indicates how much protection their armor gives them. And some large models change. Well, some vehicles and stuff like that get worse as they get damaged. Like, maybe their ballistic skill will go down, or their move will go down, or the attacks in melee combat will go down. And then, that's just the profiles. And then we have composition and war gear. What, how, how many guys are in that specific unit, and what do they have? And then there's understrength units. This is a big thing. If you do not have enough models to field a minimum-sized unit, you can still include one of that type in your army with as many models as you have available. This is known as an understrength unit. So yes, you can have understrength units. They're just not as good as full-strength units. And then you have abilities. Some characters slash people have or troops or stuff like that have certain abilities like let's say a certain character as like an aura of discipline which gives bonus to leadership which makes everybody more courageous and that kind of ties into aura abilities which is area of effect which is kind of tying into the stuff i talked about last time about wholly within or partly within or unit within or unit wholly within and then there are certain weapon characteristics like and then, like, those weapon characteristics, like, how far they can shoot, because weapons all have drop-offs. There's types, because, like, pistols and giant grenade and rocket launchers are not going to shoot the same way. They have different types of ways they go. And then you have strength, which helps in, well, sometimes melee combat things will have, like, plus one or times two or stuff like that. Like, if the bearer had a strength of 6, and it's a times 2 weapon, melee weapon, that have a strength of 12. Usually, almost all of the times, um, sh- um, weapons that shoot have their own strength. And then there's armor penetration, which is how good its attacks are getting through armor. And then it has damage. How much damage is inflicted if it actually hits and wounds them. And there's a couple examples right here like the assault intercessor squad and the outrider squad but i don't have video abilities on a podcast so it's kind of hard to tell you guys but if you guys can't if i could post a picture or if you guys could like send me something i could maybe email you and get you a picture of what the things are supposed to look like or you could just look up warhammer 40,000 data sheet or you could go to um, Warhammer 40, the 40,000 community, and this entire rulebook is there, that's where I'm talking off of and everything, so if you'd rather read this than listen to me talking on all day, then go read this, and then certain options, certain units have certain war gear options, war gear is like, let's say you have a laser cannon, and you want a just a regular cannon. War gear would be the cannon since you start with the la- with the laser cannon. And then you have keywords, which I talked about last time, which is important because certain things helps align certain things. Like, let's say Astra Militarum is an Imperium army. 
they cannot pair up with, let's say, the Tyranids, who are aliens, a Xenos army, and yeah, so on and so forth in keywords. And then there's damage tables, which are kind of like, let's say, this vehicle's at five wounds left, it has five HP left, then maybe it has a worse ballistic skill, or a worse attacks in melee, or or it can't move as far, because let's say it's engine damaged or something. Yeah, and then it has modifying characteristics, which is basically AP modifies your save, strength, um, well, and then there's certain stuff that minuses certain stuff. They have an example. A Space Marine Sergeant strength character characteristic 4 is making an attack with a power fist. Strength characteristic times 2, which means it would times 2 the strength of 4 to 8. Now, while under the effects of a psychic power that increases its strength by 1, the modifiers of times 2 and plus 1 are circulative and applied... Basically, they're both applied, therefore the attack is resolved at strength 9, which means it's 4 times 2 plus 1 equals 9. That's the strength it's attacking at. Which might be a little bit confusing. But, that would be basically the entire data sheet. Hopefully you now know what a data sheet is. And, since you now know the link, you could go back, watch my last episode, and follow along with me. Usually, I'm mostly going over pages... I'm not going over the rules key. If you want to go over the rules key, you can read it for yourself and everything. And I know this was a shorter episode than the last episode, so there's just less to go over in here. But soon, we will then get to the actual phases of combat. And thanks for listening, everybody. Bye.